Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, Notre Dame fans? It's Mike Singer. It's Tim Hyde. And we are live on a Wednesday night talking Notre Dame football and recruiting. Appreciate everyone joining us live, watching back, listening via podcast. Love you all so much. Um, Lots to talk about today. Um, Tim and I were arguing about some stuff on the message board. And it's like, Tim, let's just save it for the live show. Save it for the live show. I called Tim an idiot a couple times, I think. I'm sorry, Tim. You're you're not an idiot. You're a very smart guy. How are you doing today, man? Oh, I'm doing awesome. Out here in New England, we're getting our first nor'easter coming in about 24 hours. We're supposed to get a foot of snow hitting tomorrow night, so getting ready. Getting ready. Got the supplies ready. Let's rock and roll. One day closer to a big bowl game, Mike. My wife is uh, in New York right now. So she's, nice. uh, she's in the Northeast and went to Fallon today and, um, is, you know, seen all sorts of cool stuff while I'm, um, ate, um, Walmart general sauce chicken for lunch. Like I'm kind of living the bachelor life right now. I used to work at Walmart uh, before I got into recruiting, um, I, I was paying, you know, paying for college and, uh, that was my favorite meal on my break was Walmart general sauce chicken from the deli. So that's what I'm, that's kind of where I'm at. There's kind of living my bachelor life. My wife does some work for, you know, a small software company. And before COVID hit, she used to travel and man, yeah. During football season, it's the best. So I'd get those two days of splurging, go get whatever I want (laughs) coming home from practice. Yeah. And then when she comes home, you throw it out. So, oh yeah, I eat healthy. I eat all the calories. (laughs) I had Taco Bell yesterday, of course. Um, All right. I am making some chili, so yeah. Well, I could eat a lot worse, but uh, just it's I mean, tough. I'm for the All American Bowl in San Antonio first week of January. I'm there for six nights. Yeah. So that is all eating out and continental breakfasts, and so um, yeah, with no exercise. Anyway, that's, that's a great location, by the way. I've been down there for the couple national coaches conventions. That San Antonio, the board, you know, the, the what is it, the Riverwalk? Yeah, it's awesome. Great location, San Antonio. Yeah, Jay Carr's ready to chit chat as always. Uh, Brent says, greeting Mike's and Tim. Jay Pru says, zero chance singer has pants on. I do. I have uh, sweatpants. I love it. Um, that, uh, I, yeah, sweatpants only. Um, yeah, shirt. But, uh, anyways, um, best thing you saw, Tim. Well, then it came out today. It's like, you know, it's been somewhat of a quiet week since we last met. Uh, I thought we'd be celebrating a Mackey Award for Notre Dame, but no, I guess, you know, the voters forgot to watch a couple games this year. But uh, today, just uh, on the All-America, I thought it was awesome to see Tyler Horka posted this on the front page of blueandgold.com is Milk, the first 
the first long snapping All-American in the history of the American Football Coach Association, the AFCA, the last All-American team that comes out and they're honoring a long snapper starting this year. And there it is, Mr. Michael Vinson, who's going to be coming back for a six year. He's already announced uh, coming back for a six year is, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just thought that was awesome. I thought that was awesome that, you know, he's a heck of a long snapper. I know he's a, uh, by the way, there's a long snapping award. So he was a semifinalist for that. I saw in the article. So for him to be first team all American, I just thought that was awesome to get recognized and for the coaches association to start doing this. Cause there's dudes all over the country on full ride scholarships, as you know, and it's a huge uh, clinic thing in the off season. I've actually, I've, I've been on a team one year. We had a guy get a full ride to UCLA, just long snapping only. It's all he did. He was the worst offensive lineman on the team. <laughs> Dude, get a long snap, got a full ride for four years. So nothing beats that. Awesome. Yeah, my best of the week is um, I, I, I can't really share it. How about that? How about that for a little? There little we tidbit? go. Did you watch the go. Goolsby show from Monday? Yes, yes, yes. I got uh, I got through it all and whatnot. So, oh yes, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. A little hint, hint. So very yeah, excited about a surprise very of uh, who we might get on our signing day show. So we do this show every Wednesday. Love it. And uh, of course, National Signing Day is on a Wednesday. So Tim and I will have our live show next next week. Next next week on signing day. Yes. Not a hundred percent sure what time yet. Okay. Um, it'll be seven or eight or, or in between Eastern time. And uh, yeah, we'll have a guest. We will that is have next a... week. Yeah, What's signing that? Day's next, signing day is next Wednesday, right? Signing day is next Wednesday. All right, here we go. All right, cool. So we will have uh, – that's my best week is the text I got confirming our special guest. That's all. Re- re- really nice. Does Goolsby know? Did you let him know? Goolsby knows. All right, good to go. Good to go. Because I haven't said anything to him, so I was like – I was watching the show. I was like, oh, I don't want to say nothing. I, I didn't even know I told you. Yes, you did. Yeah, you did a week ago as you were okay. prepping. You've been prepping. I've been working on it. Yeah, doing your as I call you the executive producer. So back there working on it. So doing the, that's that's really exciting. I can't wait for next Wednesday. Brian Kelly's coming on, folks. Oh, can you Brian imagine? Kelly. I'm kidding. Can you imagine that? That's my best of the week, though. But I love uh, that. You know, yeah, it's not it's not Tommy Reese J. Pru. I promise. I promise it's not. It's not Mr. Reese, but uh, folks, if you're joining us live or watching back, please do hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to our channel, of course, for more content. Um, really post a ton of stuff. Post a couple of recruiting videos today. Um, so our live shows are a little bit more of a, you know, analysis and debate and singer goes on tangents and everyone gets mad at them and, you know, that kind of thing. But we'll post like our, our Notre Dame football updates um, with, with Horka. And this week was Burlage and, Again, post a couple of recruiting updates today. So kind of get all the latest news and notes there. And then these shows where Tim and I will yell at each other, but also, also we'll, uh, you know, try to inform you on some things as well. So um, Tim, let's just kind of open up about a discussion about Notre Dame's uh, 2023 recruiting class. Just kind of your uh, overall feel about it right now. You know, a week, a week ahead of signing day, as you know the class very well. And, uh, you know, you're kind of aware of, you know, who Notre Dame could get, who they could lose. Well, number one, they just dropped from three to four. They were three. Who's who, who passed they them? They did. They did. Oh, is that the latest? I saw it. Um, Ohio State passed four seven or someone. There's, I mean, all, all obviously in the consensus, everyone comes out with latest rankings and whatnot. So, what is it? 93. Oh, yeah. I got close to that. It's like flip a coin, huh? 
But um, hey, if they finish in the top five, if they keep these guys together, it's, it's a hell of a football class. I mean, what else can you say? I mean, seriously, it's a top five football class, you know, with, you know, the blue chips, as you see, they're going to be, if, if all these guys stay, no craziness, which, you know, a lot of Notre Dame fans have been a part of over the, over the, the decades of people flipping last second and whatnot. I mean, you're looking at a class in the eighties, you know, the, the standard bearer, the, the teams that are, have been battling for final fours and whatnot, the last five, six years, since this has become kind of the phrase out there, it's been seven. If you're 70 and above, you have elite football talent. So this is going to be two years in a row over 70, Mike. So yeah, it's a hell of a football class. I want to interrupt you on what sure. the blue chip percentage is. It's how many of your players are four and five stars. It's it's not some major, you know, uh, yes. big time formula. It's just yeah. how many of your players rank as four or five star. Yes. Um. So it's interesting. I, I've got all of them pulled up going back to 2013. This is per, you know, the on three consensus. 81% for this current class. 77 last year. 48 in 2021, which is a lot. Look at the guys. Fisher, Spindler. I mean, look at these guys up there. And But then the bottom is that giant DB class and a lot of D linemen. We are just no longer on the team. So uh, some of these guys that have, you know, moved along and, it's going to be, you know, I mean, we've talked a thousand times about this DB class, but already two have left. And, you know, who's, you know, are these, some of these guys going to move to safety? What's not with Barnes, Riley, Tucker? So there's still some bodies out there. Yeah. Just kind of roll, looking through it. You're like, Devin Alpew never even really made it to yeah. Notre Dame, right? No, no, he did a, he did a, he did spring. He left me, he left in spring. Jojo Johnson's gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, Kanukia has played He's the first him. year and he's, he's, Doing his Mormon mission. Schweitzer. Pari G's gone. Schweitzer's still at Notre Dame, though. He got yeah, hurt. Yeah, he's still there, but he's never played. Diggs is like the lone throw, obviously. Who's this guy? Oh, man. Joe Wall. I, I know I texted you today. I'm so bummed that he did not get consensus. He was one away. I think he made two first teams and um, bummed. You know, because you got to make three to get consensus, but he's going to be on, the, he's going to be in the monogram room forever. And I obviously next year he'll be a preseason. He'll be on all the awards watch list next year. So yeah. good news for Joel. Moving along 2020, 59%. That was Drew Pine, Michael Mayer, and Jordan Johnson's recruiting class. But you're in the 50s. You're in you're in the 50s. And that's it's a telltale when you start compounding those teams. 2019, that's 73%, which I don't really 2019 class. Let's look at the top. You had Kyle Hamilton, right? He was he was decent. Zeke, yeah. Quinn Carroll, Jacob Lacey, Isaiah Rutherford, and Andrew Kristoffic, John Olmstead. Bunch of meh. Isaiah Foskey yeah. turned out all right. Exactly. Osita Kwanu, Nana. Nana's yeah. been okay. Litchfield transferred. KJ Walls transferred. Howard Cross has been great. Kyron Williams, I guess, was decent. Yeah, exactly. And then you Jake, go I mean, this 2019 class has 70%, but this is does not look like a very good class. Cam Hart. Was your lowest ranked position player and uh, yes, pretty good. Crazy. Well, that's you know you know recruiting. That's the best thing when you start to look back four years. But at the time, look at all those four stars. So it does add up, and they have a, a handful of starters out of that group, and obviously a couple NFL guys. So you know, it's always one way to look at it. 46 percent. That was you know Houston Griffith, Phil Dracovic. That that's pretty low. 
2016, 52%. 52%, Mike, but 2016 is stacked with NFL guys. Yeah. Stacked with NFL guys. That is Berg, Chase Claypool, Klee Kareem, oh. Julian Aguara, Dante Vaughn, Troy Pride. Yes. Jalen Elliott, Book, Julian Love. Goodness gracious, yeah. Yeah, Julian Love leads the, leads the NFL and tackles at the safety position. He's up. I hope he makes a Pro Bowl. I know he's going to be up there. So this was the uh, 2017 would have been the year signing class after the abysmal year. Yes. Um, okay. 2015 at 65%, 2014, 55. So, and then 2013, that's Notre Dame's last top five class, 87%, yes. which I'll always note, Tim, these guys would have been 13, 14, 15 seniors in 2016. Notre Dame's highest ranked class is the 418. It's you know, the 418. <laughs> so, don't you just love recruiting rankings and, and the precious blue chip ratio? When oh, you I have love these it. guys. But, um, you know, a lot of them were, you know, were out right before, you know. Yes. yes. But, yeah, Max Redfield. That's yeah, highly ranked, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, Pat, yeah, Peyton Bone could be the highest ranked safety since Max Redfield. So uh, <laughs> do the math on that one, right? So what, what, any other thoughts as we've just gone through this, Tim? No, it's it's just, you know, and the, you know, this is the debate we have what, 24-7, I feel, on the message board there uh, at Blue and Gold is talking about, oh, we got to get more five stars. It's it's bodies. It, to me, it's just bodies. It's getting a lot of as many good bodies as you can. Obviously, you know, they went to, you know, they had a bunch of 50s. They had the 40% year with blue chips. And they still got to the uh, the final four in 2018. So it shows you coaching does matter. Developing does matter. That 2016 D-line was, you know, one of the, you know, the heartbeats, the, the yeah. strength. The same thing with Julian Love, Troy Pride at safety on that 2018 you know, final four team. And those were you know, a bunch of three stars, whatnot. So it just shows you still coaching development, whatnot, but the more fours you get and the, the better shot you have, because if someone gets hurt, you replace them with another four star, another two top 200 guy. Someone was chit chatting with me about Alabama and whatnot. So I went on Alabama's don't go on Alabama's and look at their blue chip. Don't it's nineties, eighties. They have one year at 67. He probably fired six guys. One year at 67 the last 10 years. Everything's 80s and 90s. It is absolutely ridiculous. But that shows you as well the talent that they're loading up. So for Notre Dame fans out there, you got 70s last year. They're 81 right now. So they're right at that cusp. I fully expect 2024 to be outstanding. Now you're just starting to compound bodies on bodies. I mean, I, really, I was doing some homework on this. I mean, Notre Dame's gone four straight years. They had four straight years from nine to 12 under 60. Yet they still went to the national championship game in uh, 2012. You know, and then the same thing from 14 to 18, they only had one class over 60%. So, you know, people freak out about rankings and whatnot. I, me personally, I, I think it is the blue chip is, is a better gauge of a class than the actual ranking. Like if Notre Dame falls to six this year, but they have 81% blue chip. That's a hell of a class. It just yeah. means a couple other guys got a few other, you know, players here and there. And then the ranking system, 
this year's class is higher than the 2013 class. You know, each player is ranked, you know, 93.25 and 2013 is 92.7. So they're a little higher when it comes to the bodies that are coming in this class. So, but at Notre Dame, Mike, it's all about the, the misses. And that's, uh, it is. And that's what people remember. More people remember that than they do sometimes the guys they get. And that's the gut punch when it comes to Notre Dame recruiting. All right, we'll get there in just a moment, Tim. We need to uh, hear from our friends over at Brennan's View, um, who sponsors um, this Notre Dame football show. Um, Brennan's View condo is presented by Irish Realty. Only a few luxury units remain. Tailgate (laughs) on the rooftop deck just steps from Eddy Street Commons in the Notre Dame campus. Take advantage of a $2,500 buyer's upgrade package through the end of November uh, again, folks, this show is brought to you by Brennan's View Condos, presented by Irish Realty. Head to Brennan'sView.com. Tim, you so you just said the misses part, right? Yeah. That 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 might be what you're thinking about, but that doesn't make it the right thought process. Like Alabama, your 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 beloved Alabama that you're just talking about, right? And I know you love Dabo so much in Clemson. They have misses, and guess sure. what? Notre Dame even beats them to recruits. You think you think Nick Saban's sitting there with his six rings, saying, "Oh man, remember that one player we lost?" You know, no. it, it, it's about who you get. Sure. Like Notre Dame has offered how many players in the twenty twenty three class? Like two hundred. They're of course they're going to miss guys. They can only sign you know twenty five to you know twenty eight or whatever. So of course you go up and down the offer list, and there's tons of players they're not going to get. So the misses thing, like, oh, they missed on – they didn't get Carnell Tate or Dante Moore. Well, well, for one, you have to shoot for the stars. You have to go recruit all these big-time players, and of course you're not going to get some of them. But you need to land big-time players. It's about who you land at Notre Dame's 23-23 class. That's got a lot of big-time talent in it. A lot of big-time talent. And I will argue, okay, let's say Peyton Bowen does flip. Let, let, let's say Jaden Lamar flips, whatever. Like, what else can Notre Dame have done? If those guys leave the class, what else could Notre Dame have done? <clears throat> Drop them a million dollars in McDonald's bag? Like, that's not happening at Notre Dame. Like, if a kid doesn't want to go to Notre Dame, there's not much you can do. So you just look at who they got, and if you want to bring, oh, they should have gotten Dante Moore. Everyone keeps telling me that Dante Moore was a silent commit, right? So he was. He was basically Notre Dame. Like what, what? Like there's, there, there's not a whole lot you can do if someone just doesn't want to, you know, go to Notre Dame. If Peyton Bowen flips to Oklahoma, holy hell, what an impressive job it was for Notre Dame to get him committed, and then you see Peyton Bowen get the five star status, and everyone's after him, and Oklahoma's just beating down his door. His best friends going to Oklahoma, I believe his significant others going to Oklahoma. Like seriously, folks, what? What could a Notre Dame done? So I'm just Tim. The whole oh, there's a, there's a a but for Notre Dame signing likely their first top five class in ten years, but they missed out on these guys. Tell me about who they got. Oh, of course, but <laughs> when you have an, I mean, when you when you have guys committed though, Mike. So when you have guys committed in the top twenty five, top fifty, top one hundred, that that all of a sudden bail 
I mean, that's obviously always going to sting. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to sting and it's going to be, yeah. I mean, I mean, questions, I mean, why shouldn't questions be asked? I mean, that's the way I look at it. I mean, Freeman always says challenge everything, right? So if you're going to challenge everything, according to what Marcus Freeman says, then challenge the recruiting on those guys. They had them. Why did they lose them? Did they lose them because they got swayed by other people? Well, that's recruiting. So that means they got out recruited, correct? See, this is the thing I always hear like, well, they had them. Well, you lost them. Is it is that out recruiting? Because we were told when he got hired, he's this elite recruiter. But hold on, Mike, hold on. And then you lose elite players. So did he get a lot of four stars? Yes. If he lose Bo, if he if he if they lose Bowen, their blue chip is still going to be what is it, like 75, 74? It's going to be basically the same as it was last year. And last year's class was number six, which was the best class still since 13, a hell of a football class. This class is still going to be good. I don't, I'm not going to say it's going to be a bad class. If you finish in the top 10 and your blue chips are in the seventies, which is, I think the key metric when you look at all these teams in the final four, it's still a hell of a football class, but you got beat out on some dudes you had for months on end. And that is going to, I mean, that's kicking the pants. I think every Notre Dame fan is rightfully fine to be upset because they want Notre Dame to win. And you just had dudes possibly to help you win and you lost them. Okay. So. A couple thoughts. Um, yeah. One, what's the alternative? Would you want Notre Dame to strangle a kid? Be like, no, you're not allowed to decommit. I'm, I'm not going to let you sign uh, somewhere else. I'm going to break your pinky. <laughs> like, what do you want? Them, like, what, what is there to do? Okay. Let, let, and let me throw a little, this is a poor metaphor at you. Right? And I'm obviously sure. joking a little bit. Yes. With my life, right. Let's say Mike Singer. I know I do a lot of ums and you knows in my speech. I'm not a refined speaker, but let's say I was suave, very well speaker, just had great game, could really speak to women. Right. But I'm also overweight and not a good looking guy. You know, it's like, what can I do? I got all the game in the world, but if she don't want me, what the hell can I do? I've done literally everything, right? It's not a perfect example, right? Because I could have, you know, uh, well, you're playing above your level a little bit more. Well, but seriously, like Notre Dame has done everything. If it's recruiting right. Tim, they're 17, 18 year olds. Like, I agree. I don't think that Notre Dame has been out recruited. Sure they have. Are you sure they have? They lose them. They Hell lost them. No, Mike. they lost them. Recruited. Mike. No, no. Hey, no. Hold on, hold on. It, hold on. Let me let me say something. When when rivals, when you know, rivals started all the recruiting stuff and whatnot, and they started handing out oh, recruiter of the year, the top twenty-five, the West Coast recruiter of the year. Did they hand it out for almost? Did they hand it out for the coach who sent out the most emails, the most text messages, the most? Wow, I, I I made more calls. I just didn't recruit them. No, you're the recruiter of the year for the guys you bring in. So, the guys you bring in. So if Notre Dame loses, I mean they already lost. I mean they had Keon Keeley recruited for 13 months. Why did they keep him? I mean, it's I mean, not look, but, lack of effort is my is what I'm saying. Well, what is the effort? So according to you, as long as you give a good effort, you're okay. So it's it's Notre Dame football. As long as we give effort. As long as we give effort, we can lose out on all the top 100 guys. Who cares? Hey, we gave that, effort. No, Tim, that's not what I'm saying. We're getting two guys. We're getting good. Notre Dame got out recruited if he flips. And I'm telling you, that's not the case. Not out recruited. You said so. What's the goal elsewhere? 
So did Notre Dame out recruit Pitt to get Kenny Minchie? Hell yeah, they did. Because they have a better. No, I don't think they they did. Notre Dame was on him late. He said no to Notre Dame. He had this is a perfect example of my point, actually, Tim. Minchie had an epiphany. Notre Dame just was texting him once a week or so just to kind of stay in it. But they were recruiting all these other quarterbacks because Minchie didn't want to go to Notre Dame. Minchie had an epiphany. I want Notre Dame. And the staff didn't really even do a ton. Minchie did an interview. Minchie did an interview after he committed where he said he talked to Tommy Reese once a week for the last year plus. Once a week for the last year. So they obviously were communicating somehow, some way. So things were being communicated. It's not like he just woke up, oh, I want to go to Notre Dame. So there was Once communication. A week, little so, text message with Tommy. It's it's a communication of letting them know, hey, I'm here saying hi, because they still didn't have a quarterback. So, but look at all the guys Notre Dame has flipped. That is recruiting. They outbeat they they beat those guys for those guys. Just like, I mean, obviously, uh, what is uh, Edwards just flipped to Colorado? But that was but Tim, is you that recruited? But that, but that one I don't think is out recruited because there was what a prior relationship with Dion and the family and whatnot. So, but they obviously flipped them. Who the heck wants to go to Colorado, the worst Division One program? And someone posted on their board they they lost more games by three touchdowns or more this year than like oh, any team in NCAA history. Terrible. So, and Edwards thinks he's going to go there and win a Heisman. Hey, good luck to you. Go for it. But recruiting is who you get, and Notre Dame. If they lose out on the guy that might me, me and no, you no, did no, the no, post game no. show. We hold they, on, we did the can't say recruiting's about who you get and then want to talk about who they miss. It's it, who they get. It it is who you get. So so exactly, it is who you get. But it's also the guys you missed, the guys you had in your class, Mike, and you lost. You lost. You lost. If they don't keep Peyton Bowen, who. You and I talked about his commitment went on our Fiesta Bowl show after, afterward. That's the day he committed. They've had him in there since the Fiesta Bowl. So, sure, he's taken – I mean, my God. I, I, I feel bad for you and your industry. It's like they get, the guy's taking 6,000 trips, recruiting trips. So, and that thing, if I'm Freeman and the coaching staff, why in the heck have you not gone after another top 50 safety knowing this is going to possibly happen? Just like at the Viper. There's no Viper in this darn class. Keon Keeley decommitted ages ago. So where's the recruiting on that to fill that spot? But it's it's a hell of a class. I'm not saying it's not, but if you lose top 100 dudes you had in your in your in your in your camp for a year, you got out recruited. Yeah. So what Notre Dame should have done is say, hey, Peyton Bowen, don't commit because we're a little worried that you might decommit and Tim Hyde's gonna get mad at us for losing you. Hey, I'm not mad. I'm, I don't get paid by Notre Dame. It's not my, hey, they they're, they don't get their job. Their jobs are on the line. They're the ones trying to get that second contract, not not me. So if they don't get those guys, that's that's their career. That's their job. All and right. uh, I mean, that, that's truth right there, Mike, if they lose these guys. So you can't say, well, they worked hard. Who cares? No, that, what, that, what that, I'm not, I'm not asking for a participation what? trophy. I just well, think that I don't think got out-recruited. I just don't think they got out recruited. They lost them. How, what does losing a player mean? Uh, what does that mean? I have, hey, I have, God, I have to go over that. I might have, I might have coached fifty Division One kids over my years. I've, I've seen, I've seen guys, I've had kids decommit, crying, where they feel so bad to call a coach. 
I've had kids you don't give a damn. I've had kids multiple, like decommit three times to different schools. Um, one year I coached the national player of the year at the junior college I was at, national player of the year. You want to talk about recruiting? Um, I handled all the recruiting for that. I mean, my phone just didn't stop. So recruiting, the guys that get these guys are the guys that are relentless and don't stop. So we're told, Notre, oh, Mike, it's true. We're told Notre Dame's relentless and they don't stop. But if you don't get all these studs that you had in your – I'm not talking about – I'm not. Uh, let's use other running backs. Let's use Richard Young. He was never committed, took a visit. They, to me, that's not a miss. That's not a miss. Misses are guys you had. How is, how is Richard Young a miss? He's from Florida. So what's the odds of him coming to Notre Dame? Less than 1%. So how is that really a miss? The fact that you say they swung and they worked hard is great. I'm talking about misses when you have in your camp. That is huge. Okay. Some so guy says right here, we didn't get out recruited. How did we not get out recruited? If they would have, if so, if they would have never committed, then there's no miss, right? That's what you're saying. If Peyton Mike, and Keaton it's, didn't commit, Mike, it's a miss when you have a kid who's committed, who's taken. What, multiple if, they didn't what if Notre Dame just said multiple no? Multiple visits, multiple visits to Notre Dame, and they lost him. How is that considered? Well, we tried. That's what you're saying. We tried. Oh, That's tried. not what I'm saying. They worked hard. They sent a lot of emails. It's like okay, great. Everybody sends emails. All right, awesome. Well, they send a photo edit. Everybody does that. The UTEP, one of the, you know, I'm sorry, UTEP, but I just threw them out, okay? UTEP or any school in the MAC, they're all doing photo edits, all right? They're all doing all the, the hype and what not. What, so everybody does this. Everybody does this. I had a kid one year, went to New Mexico State. God love you, New Mexico State. One of the worst Division One programs. They may even be 1AA now. They're so bad. But <laughs> those guys called as much as the guy from USC, so. It's uh recruiting's a crazy world. All right. What's some of the comments? I love some let's of these see, things. Yeah, let's go to his comments. I agree with Tim. Tim coaches SoCal and watch Pete Carroll dominate um California. BC says uh you can be relentless and still lose a guy because he can't leave his girlfriend and family. I agree. Euro yeah. says uh Tim is well, very on. wrong on this one. Hey, usually the YouTube nice. chat is upset with me. I so like this that. is uh this is new. Tim, I disagree. We did not get out recruited. Gotta admit the Mike and Tim shows comical. Hey, whatever. We, hold on. So we have guys. We have we have participation trophy guys. We have guys that like Tim, it. That's not what we're I saying. I love Tim, it. Tim, Tim, you're very smart. Hold on. We have an eight and four crowd right now. I love this. Listen, when I love it. When Dell Alexander was a Notre Dame receivers coach, right? Um, the the biggest problem. He's such a nice guy. The recruits loved him. Is that he just didn't work. You don't have to be uh, like he he wasn't a big grinder. Like he tried, but he just didn't have it in him. You don't have to be a great recruiter. You just have to work your ass off. I agree with that, Mike. And I agree with that. I, so you're just saying like Notre Dame. Okay, why did Peyton Bowen decommit? Or, or excuse me, if, if he does, we're, we are. This is very speculative, right? Yeah. If Peyton Bowen, or you know, we, we let's go to Keon Keelan. Why did Keon Keeley decommit? It's like, hmm. Is it because of Notre Dame or is it because of Alabama or is it a mix of both? But it's it's just I can't get around the fact of someone saying Notre Dame didn't do a good enough job. To me, when I talk to sources, they did literally everything they could, scratched and clawed till the end, and there's just nothing they could have done. That's where I'm at, Tim. I just don't think I that they're 
anything else that Notre Dame could have done for Keeley, or if God forbid we're putting so much negative information, like negative vibes out there about, but we keep mentioning Bowen um, just because he's kind of the hot topic right now. We're we're just playing the if game, but that's that's where I'm at, Tim. It's just hard for me to be like Notre Dame just didn't you you got outclassed in in recruiting them. I just don't buy that. And I agree with with what you said. I mean, I mean, sometimes a kid just doesn't want to go there. Like I said, I've had kids decommit. They're like, Coach, I don't want to go there. I want to go here, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I get all those arguments at the end of the day. It, so it's, so Notre Dame's still stuck in where they're at, not being able to get these monster difference maker football players. Keep grinding. Just keep grinding. Keep, keep working. Exactly. So you just keep working, and that's what – these guys in the chat and old guys like me that have been around a while have seen for the, since 88, just keep grinding. So one of these days is going to happen. Right. So that's, um, but this is also one of the, the things for me just chatting about is Freeman got hired to recruit and do this and bring these guys in. So now if he loses them, are we just back to Notre? I mean, it's going to be a hell of a class, right? So it's going to be a great class. Is it going to be like, you know, is it going to be as good as 2013 or, or is Notre Dame better off? It, yeah. I love this one. Team singer. Go ahead and post that. <laughs> I laughed at that one too. Hashtag that one. I'll, I'll, I'll blow that up for you. This is new. And, new. Oh, and, it, and it's fine. I love being, I love being wrong that people love, Hey, we worked hard. We didn't get them. So that tells me they love, re- they, they just want to read the singer articles. They don't want to watch the guys on Saturday. Right. So I'd rather watch the guys on Saturday. So nothing against the articles, Mike, but, um, <laughs> it, it's, it just is what it is. So is it better, Mike, to recruit a 2016 class? A bunch of guys, meat, potato grinders that are going to become NFL guys. That 2016 class, what was it? 48% blue chips. Yet they go to a final four. That's the, you know, Eichenberg and those guys on the O-line that obviously take them to the 2020 final four. And look at all these NFL guys. So why is Notre Dame banging its head over guys, top 50 guys, it's just hard for them to get. It is hard for Notre Dame to get these guys. And that's honest. Team Chit Chat. I love this guy. Thank you, Joey. I got one. I got one fan. All right. I think, I don't know. I don't know how much deeper I want to go into this, but. Uh, it, no, no, but it's a great conversation because everything you are saying, Mike, there's there's nothing you're saying that's wrong at all because guys do work their tails off. They are working. They've gotten them to, to commit, correct? They've gotten them at campus multiple times. That is working. That is nothing that staff is doing wrong whatsoever. But at the end of the day, how, yeah. how the heck is Notre, how's Notre Dame going to get over the hump unless they get these guys? And can they get these guys with Marcus Freeman? Freeman was hired to get these guys. But there's so. perspective, right? If I call up a thousand girls, right, and they're all tens, and one of them responds and says, yes, hey, that's better than – this other guy calling up 500 girls and they all say, no, like, at least I got one. You just got to shoot your shot with more of these big time guys and, and get some in, yeah. get some in. Some might. Well, they did. It. Obviously when you look at it, they got love. Who's, who's, you know, Jeremiah loves nationally, you know, rank. I mean, Jagger saw a freakazoid, you know, you know, Drake Bowen won the buckets award, the high school buckets awards. So obviously they got him Christian gray. I mean, I don't know what his final ranking is going to be as a corner, but you got to, I mean, he's got to be in the single digits, right? Top 10 nationally 
when it comes to corners. And, you know, he's an elite football player. Uh, Great house is a stud. I saw one of the sites dropped him 50 points. I have no idea. That's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But, I mean, he's I mean, he's ranked 12. So, okay, who's the other guys? Probably going to go in the SEC. <laughs> who's ranked ahead of him? So, but, but saying that's Christian Gray's a stud. They are getting really good football players, no doubt about it. But it is. Mike, it's a it's a kick in the gut when you don't and you have Keon Keeley for 13 months and he says no. It's Absolutely. a kick in the gut if if Bowen, who's been committed since the Fiesta Bowl game, leaves last second to Oklahoma. It those are kicks in the butts. They just are and losses. And they're like yeah, they're they're losses. Those are those are losses. And to me, that's what I consider. I don't consider oh we offered a guy a loss. No, they're going to offer guys. I I There's, consider a, I consider a loss as guys that maybe have visited multiple times, you know, you're in the final two or three or a committed guy who decommits, decommits, who's been decommitted this long. Edwards, I don't consider that a loss just because as I, it sounds like he's got a huge relationship with, with Sanders, his whole family does. So that, okay, that makes sense. That's, that's a no brainer, but uh, Lamar, there's guys who get cold feet. Let's say Jaden Lamar, who I know you've written about and has been talked about with, you know, the PAC 12 staying on him. It, does he leave? Is that a loss or is that just I, – I, I guess losses to me are great football players. If Lamar leaves, I'm like – Well, no, if Lamar leaves, the Notre Dame got out-recruited, right, because you had him in the class. Yeah, but, man, you still got a lot of running backs. <laughs> you don't have oh, a – no, no, Notre Dame didn't get out-recruted there in that case. Oh, okay, I got you. But, yeah, but is he going to come in and play as a freshman as Keeley and, and Peyton Bowen would? <laughs> no. I, I feel these goalposts moving around. They're not moving. They're, they're not moving, but I mean, but that's recruiting, and I and I get it. I mean, it does happen last second. So, but Jay Lamar is a guy who's been committed for a long time. I'm sure Notre Dame is doing, but is Notre Dame are they working as hard to keep him as they are Peyton Bowen? That's uh, that's another little telltale in uh, in the recruiting world. So, yeah, you know, and someone right? No, it's not so much excuse. It's just it's just Notre Dame and. It's the Freeman era. Everyone got excited. You know, and Mike Goolsby talked about this at the end of his show Monday night, how he was starting to feel a little, you know, oh, is the, you know, the shine starting to come off? Is the excitement starting to come off a little bit? And it's like, if, if, if you end this recruiting season as hot as it started, but it ends in a whimper and that's what he was hired to do. That's going to be interesting moving forward. So the, so I want to go down this. Yeah, screw it. Go for it. The, um, well, you need to get all these guys. There's no excuse. What What's your solution, smart guy? Like, what 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 is the what what's it? Freeman's not getting it done. We didn't get Dante Moore, Jason Moore, Carnell Tay, so on and so forth. Keenan Keeley. What do you want? Fire, 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 Marcus. Like, what what's what's work harder? Oh, yeah, I mean, sure. You fire, you know, fire, but but eventually, Mike, this starts to. What happens in year three and year four now? This is the key. This is the key to Marcus Freeman doing something that, you know, as I was chatting with guys on the board, hasn't been done in a long, long time. A first-time head football coach doing something at Notre Dame that hasn't been done since Newt Rockney. That's winning a damn national title. So that means you got to recruit elite dudes. So if they have good football players. It's going to be a top five, six class, whatever the heck it's going to be. You know, even if they lose Bowen. But now you start losing some of these guys. What does that look like in year three, year four? To me, I'm a year three guy. Yeah, I think 2024, yeah. the playoffs are extended. That is the true season for Marcus Freeman, I believe. Yeah. All right, we got some super chats to uh, 
to get to Tim. I'll, I'll bring you off the screen so you can grab a, a, a glass of water, but folks did want to, uh, yeah, let's get to some super chats, excuse me. Uh, but first let's hear from uh, our, our sponsors, rogue shop, a husband and wife outfit as Mr. Rogue and his wife, Shar are craft cannabis farmers who specialize in small batch, sustainable plant medicine, a true holistic type of small business. They grow and farm everything um, themselves by hand. Website to visit, as you guys can see on the screen, is rogueshop.com. There's products that will give you euphoria. Um, and Tim and I probably need some of it right now um, after this debate. But seriously, folks, there's so much more um, products that have been known to help from really anything from stress um, to chronic pain and insomnia. Um, and if you have any questions uh, with, with the product, you can jump on a, a live chat with the owners and they will steer you in the right directions. When I got my care package, they left me um, a handheld note uh, or excuse me, handwritten note on, uh, you know, just kind of, Hey, this is how much you should take of this. Is your first time. Um, absolutely great. Our, our Char and Mr. Rogue. So um, also have topicals that are great for pain in specific areas. And again, folks, their goal is holistic healing. Check them out. Rogueshop.com. And you can use promo code blue and gold um, to get 10% off your order go to rogueshop.com use that promo code blue and gold um and yeah tell them that uh mike singer sent you all right tim let's get to some super chats yeah, um the messages here there's some good stuff in here right. uh, brian says my mom gets upset that singer doesn't live in south bend this is a new comment i've never seen oh. anyone tell me that their mom is upset at me try to explain that you live by a lot of recruits um i don't i don't write about Margaret Seaman's press conferences. I don't go to Notre Dame's home games. Um, I don't go to the road games. I go and I do YouTube and I cover recruiting. Um, when I need to go to South Bend to cover, you know, Notre Dame has a junior day or I, I've done that in the past, like to have recruits come by and meet with me. Like I, I've done that multiple times. Um, I'd rather be in Atlanta where I'm at, where I can fly direct anywhere in the country um at a reasonable rate rather than you know being in in south bend you know gotta drive to chicago or fly to south bend like it's not as it's not easy um and not very uh this doesn't make a lot of sense and yeah i'm in driving distance with so many notre dame recruits so that's kind of why i'm down here uh, when i got the job i was presented hey you can live you know atlanta or charlotte dc chicago notre dame or excuse me south bend la and chose atlanta because this is actually world form do you have something to say, Tim? No, no. I love getting a text from you. Hey, I'm going to go watch so-and-so three hours away. I'm going to hit the road. You do that all the time. That's because Notre Dame recruits that heck out of those Carolina areas, and you're right down the road. I think it's awesome. And they love Georgia. Georgia's been goldmine for Notre Dame over the years. Not so, so much no. this year. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, – Not this year, but, but you know, the last 10 years or whatnot since Stefan Tudor went. Uh, but, no, no, you're in the best spot in the country. I for, agree. Uh, recruiting and, and finding players out there. I agree. Said, yeah, ACC sweep continues. They're in Clemson, South Carolina, so that's going to be the biggie. Yeah, I'm trying to pull, find our future schedules um, at, at Blue and Gold that I know Patrick Angle puts together. Here it is. Yeah. Um. So 2023, Navy, Tennessee State, Central Michigan, Ohio State, USC. Quite the interesting first five games there. Wake Forest should be a win. Well, Marshall should have been a win, but here we are. Um, at Clemson, Stanford, Pittsburgh, Duke, Louisville, NC State. You know, Wake, 
Clemson, NC State surely will be tough. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that ACC, ACC streak continuing. Tim, what do you think? Oh, it's yeah. I mean, the biggie's the Clemson game, so you know that at Clemson is going to be the biggie. So the rest of them, yeah. I mean, Notre Dame. It's year two of, of Freeman's era, so we'll, we're holy moly. Hopefully, it's not like this one a roller coaster at times. So Miami's going to be an interesting game. God, I wish they would play them or Florida State every year. I want Notre Dame to be in Florida. I want, I, you know, we could talk, that could be another show another time. Florida recruiting, how Notre Dame needs a presence in that state. So, but um, God, I would love to see them play Miami, Florida State every year, religiously, like they do SC and just rotate. But yep, Notre Dame uh, plays then the next time in Florida at Miami in 2025. So, yeah, um, yeah be a little while. Appreciate the, uh, the 999. Uh, Brian says, is there any possibility the O-line looks like this next year from left to right? All Fisher at left guard, Zeke Carell, Shrouth right guard, Tosh Baker right tackle. Yeah. Yeah. If if it is, then it'll be shocked to me. Why would you move two NFL offensive tackles, move one to guard? There's no no way. Blake, see, God, I just chatted with someone about this today. I compared Fisher's. Because we were, t- you know, because Joe Alt made a bunch of, you know, made every All American team, first or second team, so you know he made every single one. Awesome to him. I can I compared Fisher's season to Alt. The you know Alt started the last half. Alt was dominant. Fisher struggled early in the year. Correct. The last half of the year, Fisher played outstanding. So he got into that Alt. His last half was Alt's first half, so to speak. So he's catching up to him. And um, next year, you got these guys even playing field there with experience and whatnot you got who's got a better book in tackles next year nobody nobody ohio state had it this year and those two guys are going pro so all joe all blake fisher are going to be college football all americans next year and first round nfl draft choices or no all right you get a few more super chats appreciate you brian Great C says, as a resident of Greenville, South Carolina, can't wait till Notre Dame crutches the Gamecocks. I was actually in Greenville a couple weekends ago. That's where I did my uh, our uh, Drew Pine live show. I was oh, in Greenville okay. with my family. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm excited for this game. I know we'll, yeah, I know we'll chat about it, start getting more into this after the recruiting thing. But I, I'm, I'm, this is going to be a good football game. I know they have a handful of opt-outs recently, but they still got their quarterback. It's good, And that play is going to be packed. I South Carolina is right down the street. So those dudes are going to get on the freeway and head on straight down to Jacksonville. So it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a hell of a football game. Yep. Yep. Joey says, hi, Mike and Tim. Hey, Joey. Hope you're doing Cheers. well. Always uh, glad to see you in all of our, our YouTube. Andy Nation said, uh, dropped a couple chats uh, regarding NIL. Since Notre Dame is playing for players, how can we compete? Out recruited equals bigger NIL deal elsewhere. Thoughts or uh, agree. Well, let's just go back to the conversation we had for 30 minutes about Notre Dame still. I mean, they're a top five recruiting class in this day and age, correct? So does that mean none of these kids care about their future financially whatsoever? Jagasaw doesn't give a darn. Christian Gray's like, oh, I don't care. So they're they're going to have a top five class. They had a top, what, there were five or six last year and NAL was around. So Notre Dame's obviously able to get 25 Darn good football players in in this country that aren't just worried about money up front, and that's obviously the pitch Freeman and his and his crew are, are doing. Like, come here. There's plenty of dudes making money at Notre Dame. Plenty of guys with deals and whatnot. 
The deal is once you get to campus, start working, use the Notre Dame brand, the Notre Dame degree. Are you going to make more money, Mike, with a Notre Dame degree? That's a great question for Goolsby. Or are you going to make more money getting that $250,000 NII deal? How fast is that money going to burn out, If you, especially if you don't even stay at that school with all the porthole stuff? So I'm sure Notre Dame's selling it. Like, come here, your NIL is down the road. The NFL getting coached, Notre Dame, all those things. I mean, me and Goolsby talk a ton about his, the buddies he played with. He's got dudes that are like high up in national companies. He played running, you know, one of the running backs, Mike McNair is the CEO of his own company. So it just depends what you want. If you want to, you know, take the cash right now, go for it. And that's the other thing, just five seconds on this. When you hear NIL, not every single of these players are getting million dollars. Those million dollars are going to quarterbacks. You know, the left guard going to AM on an NI deal is not getting that much money, people. It's going to a specific group of players. So there's more than enough money at Notre Dame to be had. That's just me. I'm not an insider. I don't know. I'm just assuming. And it's bar none. Look at the class they're signing. Yeah. ND Nation, appreciate the super chats. And he says, Tim, we're, we're lost. Top recruits. Exactly. Exactly. So they have lost those and that's fine. So if so-and-so goes to so-and-so school, he gets his $500,000, but he gets hurt in year two. Is he, is he okay with it? Is that money going to last him forever with that state school degree? Or is it better to go to Notre Dame? And these are things I'm sure Notre Dame is talking to kids about. That's why they have the class they have. So it's not like, it's not like Notre Dame is going to fall number 28 in recruiting class. This is not going to be 2000, you know, 2004 Tyrone Willingham's group. That was atrocious. It's almost, it's almost like, Tim, you're saying that there's nothing Notre, these Notre Dame coaches can do about NIL. So it's just out of their control. And maybe they're not being out recruited in this. You gotta, oh, of course, you know, you got to, you got to, you just, it's a salesman job, Mike. You know that you recruit. So once again, it, but, but, I'll, I'll be on team senior right here. If so-and-so is just like, man, I can't turn down the $750,000 deal that they're going to give me over the next four years. I can't turn it down. Then there you go. No, they got out recruited. You got to be able to tell him. Sell it more. Sell it more. Sell it more. I mean, at some point I can say to that car salesman, no, I am not buying your 2005 Buick. Sorry. There's nothing you can do. You've done all you can, but no. – You've done a great job. But there's that shiny Tesla that I really want. I'm not trying to compare Notre Dame, saying Notre Dame. Yeah, Buick, I was gonna say Notre Dame is far from the old Buick. You know, Grandma and Grandpa had down the road, so far <laughs> from that. And uh, yeah, it's recruiting, and this is and this is to me the ultimate conversation that just will not die. It is a fun topic, an awesome topic. NIL losing players. What it, it it's tough. It stinks. No doubt about it. Notre Dame Freeman and, and his recruiting class are, hey, they are they're working their asses off because they have a top five class, so it is showing. Yeah. Backpedaling. All right, all right. backpedaling. I love Move, it. Moving love along. It. Tyler Hack says, Mike, have you ever considered converting the facial ha- your facial hair into a handlebar mustache? Might be a good look for you. So handlebar is where you like you, you cut it like this, and then you like twirl it up, right? We're yeah, talking about. I, I, I've I, left it like this before. I've shaved everything and just left like a real long mustache, yeah. like all the way to my jaw, and just walked out. My wife said, "Go back." 
go you get your ass back in the bathroom uh, and, and you finish shaving. So um, yeah. I've considered doing it as a joke um, and leaving it for a day and seeing if my wife can deal with it. And yeah, it didn't work. Let me, let me, let me flip this to one second. Someone had a comment in here where, you know, you know, there's a ton of comments about money, all about money, money, money. How, how is it all about money? If Notre Dame has, they do have top 100 guys. All right. They do have what more four stars in this class than the 2013 class. Right. So they have a boatload of four stars. So how, you know, and, and this is what kills me with Notre Dame fans is it's always NIL. Well, was it all NIL when they when they got what Minchie and who are the other guys? They've, I mean, they have a handful of guys they flip. So did Notre Dame give a bag to get the quarterback away from Pitt? Is that what they did? Yeah, but Notre Dame fans never want to. Oh, 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 we didn't we didn't say that. Notre Dame has flipped tons of guys in this class, and they may flip another one or two in this class. So how's it? How is Notre Dame fans always just say, "Well, it's about the money." It is for a handful, but not the 25, 26 they have right now. Is it all about the money? C.J. Carr, you know this darn well, Mike. C.J. Carr being a top five quarterback, nationally ranked, all that. He could go anywhere in America, and they're going to give him a million-plus dollars. Easy. That's what quarterbacks are going for. He could go anywhere in the country and get that signing bonus show up day one at Michigan State, let's say, you know, and, and they'll do that. He's not. So it can't be all about the money every single time it comes down to Notre Dame recruiting. All right. Part of this is, I think a lot of people are starting to realize that a lot of this NIL crap is bull. Yes. Like it's a lot of promises and uh, that are not kept. So you're saying sort of definitively that CJ Carr could go get a million dollars, whatever. Yeah. We don't know that. Like the, it, it, it's, it's very, very sketchy. <laughs> like I think like a lot are like, if, if you know, these Look, if if there's like a legitimate seven hundred fifty to a million dollar offer for me to go here, that that's cash money. That's hard to say no to. But I know there's a lot of parents who, you know, are telling their kids like that one that's not guaranteed money, and two, you can get a lot more of that in the long run for Notre Dame with a Notre Dame degree. And that's what someone just commented about that where people need the money now. I, I get it. Believe me, I get it. But that's obviously the pitch Freeman and, and, and his staff are talking about like, okay, you're 18 years old. You're going to live till you're 88. What you know, you still have a long life ahead of you. So a couple of hundred thousand dollars, it that goes fast in this world. So it is, a, you know, it has to be that long-term mindset. And that's what obviously they're pushing as you write in your recruiting articles all the time with these guys. Yep. Andrew says, I agree with you, Tim. When your strategy is to recruit five stars and top four stars, you have to shun other quality recruits. If they flip, it hurts that much more. Shun other quality yeah, well, recruits. Well, if, if you're Notre Dame and Peyton Bowen has been showing these signs for, for several months or Keon Keeley or whatever, you should have backups lined up. I, so that's That was our Dante Moore discussion on multiple shows. Like, you know, when he decided not to come – to the spring game, it's like, whoa, okay. It's Tim, time how back about in. Brandon Davis Swain? He committed yes. in the blue gold game. Notre yes. Dame has continued to recruit plenty of other defense linemen. I know yes. defense linemen's different than quarterbacks. Yeah. You're taking one quarterback a class, um, but still, like Notre Dame very much was preparing for this, this, you know, kind of 
scenario sure. that I felt was was pretty much guaranteed to happen. All right, I did definitely um, put in the like headline of this show that we were going to talk transfer portal. So I think we have to do that, even though we are uh, you're getting close to an hour. So Notre Dame has one transfer portal commitment thus far. Drum roll, Spencer Schrader. Schrader, I hope so. I hope that's his the, name. The kicker from South Florida. The kicker from South Florida. Great young man. Did an interview with Blue and Gold today. Very excited about that. Spencer Schrader, um, from my alma mater, USF. But otherwise, not a ton going on. Tim, any any thoughts on how Notre Dame's transfer portal um, recruitment has gone so far? Uh, just slow. It's been slow, right? It's been a slow process. So I'm um, I'm assuming behind the scenes, right? Those guys are gathering who they want. They see the names, you know, they see the names, they know who's who, Probably, you know, jump on YouTube, grab some game film, you know, in their big database, watch some film, check out who's who. And then it all comes down to, okay, where are they from? You know, is there a tie? Is there a family tie with some of these people? Or is there someone to know? Another coach, did you recruit this kid when you were at Cincinnati? Vice versa and start moving along that thing. And then obviously Freeman's talked about it. Is it, is he a fit for us? Is he a guy that's going to come in and, be a player for us, you know, do we need that position? So the portal is interesting because every time someone hits the portal, Oh my God, Notre Dame could use this guy. Oh, come on. There's a thousand of them. You're not getting Notre Dame's not going to recruit a thousand of these guys. So it's a, it's a, it's been a slow process, a very quiet process, I guess, behind the scene, you know, you know, that out front, correct behind the scenes, you know, they're working their tails off and the keys, the quarterback and to go out and find a, you know, one or two wide receivers, some older classmen wide receivers. So, and then, you know, we could do a whole show down the road on the undergrads, right? The undergrads, how that whole process is going to work. Yeah, so. let's just touch on that quickly, Tim, because that was the argument that me and you had that yeah. the, whether they're being aggressive with undergrads. Let me just give my take first, because I think we might agree on this more than we, we think. Go for it. Um, Brian Kelly's Notre Dame, just they really didn't even look at undergrads, right? That was even something that they entertained, right? I mean – is it just Aloe Gilman was the only one, right? Yeah, but it really has never been a thing until now. That's the other thing you got to realize is, is, I mean, undergrads have never been, I mean, there hasn't been a portal until recently. So it was never a an issue in the past with, with Notre Dame recruit undergrads because most undergrads are just instantly, you know, if I've got to get transferred from a D1 to D1 and they were, boom, they already knew where they were going. So I think this is more to do with the portal, right? I know people say, well, you know, Brian Kelly didn't do this. This wasn't around for Kelly's years. So I was reading oh. chats, Tim. I didn't even listen to you. I'm, yeah, I'm just I know, I've been reading some of these too. I love the chats. So. They're <laughs> awesome. They're awesome. But um, they are. I mean, you, you saw Brandon Joseph. Like they are recruiting. Act like they are working for undergrads. So they're a hell of a lot more aggressive than the past several years of Brian Kelly. Like for sure. Like the recruiting. Like, I believe they're recruiting Hudson Card from Texas. They were going after Keegan Johnson. And then there's certainly others. It's just Notre Dame's transfer recruiting has been kept under wraps. So they might be after like 10, for all we know, under, underclassmen guys, which is just a lot different than what we've seen under Brian Kelly. That, that's all. No, no. I, you know, and I, you know, I agree. Card's going to be, our card's going to be a graduate though. So is he'll he? Be, yeah. He'll, I, I swear I've read what that where he's going to be graduate. He's graduating. In a couple of weeks, he'll have his degree. All right. Well, maybe not him then. 
Yeah. I mean, obviously the Johnson guy was an undergrad, the wide receiver. So he didn't even, you know, he looked at Notre Dame for 15 seconds and boom, he was done. So, uh, you know, I'm sure they're, this is going to, this is going to be the big issue with Notre Dame is, is, is there a sophomore? Let's use the wide receiver from Iowa. Is there that sophomore where they had a prior relationship? They recruited him before, right? They, at least he was on their watch list, so to speak. So they knew of him. This is the key, I think, to Notre Dame is those guys that hit the portal, some form of past relationship, they got to be aggressive with those guys and see. But 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 once again, is it a fit? And this is where I, you know, just real quick where people lose track of, well, Notre Dame's not getting undergrads. Notre Dame has 93 guys on scholarship right now. If today was day one of training camp, Notre Dame has 93 kids returning next year. You can only have 85. So that means eight of this current team that we're talking about right now is gone. So that's eight. That means you have 85, Mike. How the heck are you going to get any undergrads if you already have eight? Now you have 85. That means this roster needs to be depleted by another 12, 13, 14 players to even think about getting any undergrads. So people are going to, when they start seeing these kids transfer, which is going to happen, it's it's gonna blow it's gonna blow their mind, but maybe they're transferring because Notre Dame, to your point, already has a guy lined up ready to roll. But I I have a roster running. I already crossed off Edwards, crossed off a, uh, the tight end that just left Barong. So I'm cross. I just added the South Florida guy. They have 93 guys, and the only question marks I truly have are uh, Adam Iola. Is he a six year guy? And I still have Brandon Joseph on the roster because he has it. He's a 50 50 guy. I mean, well, then there's, there's the commits. There's commits in there too. Yeah, yeah, and I, have all, and I have all the I have all the commits. Yeah, you, know, you know, the last one was Caleb Smith, the wide receiver. So I I have 93. I could be off one or two, but I'm right around there. O line, you got Christoffic's going to come back. Zeke's going to come back, and then it's the is Carmody, is Baker coming back? But assuming they are, you have 93 guys. So how is Notre Dame going to be so aggressive and active? Unless there's, I mean, you're looking at 14, 15 guys may have to leave. Which is pretty wild. Yeah. And as far as specific players, yeah, folks, it's it's been it's 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 been frustrating a little bit as a reporter, you know, because it's being kept very, very quiet. Um, but uh, you know, quarterbacks, I think it's the big names that are out there. That's who Notre Dame's going after. Um, your your Hudson Cards, Leary, I've heard mixed reports on Notre Dame's pursuit of him. Is, again, guys, it's been um it's been funky and I haven't it's been Covering the transfer portal recruiting is kind of new for me. You know, it's different than high school recruiting by a large, by a wide margin. Um, but yeah, quarterback, receiver, maybe tight end, even. Um, it's possible. And then um, you know, defensive line, whether it's a Viper interior guy, both. Um, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm still intrigued to see if they would get a safety. Um you know, if Brandon Joseph were to leave and they don't get Peyton, you know, that'd be, maybe that might be a later in the year thing, but yeah. Still. yeah. And that's, I mean, if, the, if that scenario happens, Mike, it's, that's priority number two behind quarterback. If yeah. Brandon Joseph leaves and they don't get five-star Peyton Bowen, oh yeah, you better get a safety because you only got really two on the roster and Watts and uh, um, Henderson. So that's going to be wild. All right, folks, got a couple comments and then we're getting out of here. Nikki said Singer, there might be – Singer said there might be something really big. And I was talking about our show next week, like who we might have on as a guest. Yes. Oh, that was – Yes. That was it. Um, and then Super Chat. 
you got to change your username, dude. It's funny, but um, how does Freeman recruit against kids' parents who are tweeting out $1 million starting bid? I don't know if I've seen that, but, yeah. you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're kind of just trying to make a point. Um, it seems Notre Dame will get great players, but not many five stars. Then, then fine. I mean, then coach the heck out of them, get to the final four. It's been proven it can be done, correct? You got to play your, your butt off. You know, when you get there and you better have a quarterback that's not, you know, gun shy and running around, you know, a little nervous Nelly and stuff like that. So it's it's it still comes into that. I mean, Notre Dame has proven that they have proven they could take three stars, you know, four stars. They don't need the elite top 50 guys. They have proven that that they can win games, get to the final four, be in the race at November. They've done that time and time again. So there's there's no doubt about that. And, all, and all, you know, and that's the other thing. These these guys. I've chatted about this on the message board a ton with people. People are always infatuated with Florida recruiting, deep South recruiting. It's a different animal, Mike, down there. It's that's SEC country. You're trying to go into, you know, and we and this could be Keon Keeley, correct? You're going into Florida, the heartbed of the SEC, trying to steal a guy out of there. That is hard. It is extremely hard to do. So does Notre Dame stick to where it can have more success? Those are Great discussion. Uh, well, and then the super chatter follows up, but they get spanked in the playoffs. Well, what what do you want? Do you if Notre Dame's going to say we're not, not doing there. this, we're not doing nil, we're not buying players? Like, what do you want to happen? Like, this is just it, it's is what it is. Look who they lost to, two thousand eighteen. Go find another a fan. Like, go find another team. If you, it's like we. I, I can't root for a team that doesn't do NIL because we're not going to win a national championship. Like, if that's how you feel, go find another team. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It just is what it is. Like, this is Notre Dame. Sorry you signed up for Notre Dame be, being a Notre Dame fan. Like, if, if they're not playing NIL and if you need to buy players to win a national championship, I guess Notre Dame's not winning a national championship in that world because if they're just not doing it. We'll see moving forward, but that's that's just – life right now so you can yell at clouds and be like i don't like how that cloud looks but it just is it is what it is there's nothing like if marcus freeman really wants to get in this nil or with players but notre dame says whatever that looks like it's just a no they're not going to illegally do that so i mean they all these schools are doing it and they're just putting it through nil it's the worst thing but if Notre Dame say no, we're not playing that. Then, then what do you do? What do you do? But this is. But at the end of the day, to you know, it's going back to our original talking or, or talk about recruits and misses and all that stuff. Well, then they're still going to get twenty five guys. They're still going to be seventy five percent blue chip. They're still going to be in the hunt for Final Four bids because of the bodies they are compounding players. I mean. Just because you didn't get a guy this year, well, maybe they like a couple of the guys they had last year, right? Maybe they like a guy in 2024. It's it's nonstop recruiting. And as long as you're getting tons, if you're getting 20 plus four stars, which Freeman and company are doing this year, it's still a hell of a class. It's still a hell of a class. So just, and Notre Dame knows this up front. If so-and-so, you know, the Tennessee quarterback, the, the giant deal everyone saying he got, you know, obviously Dante Moore, Supposedly, I read he's going to visit another school this week. So, obviously, he's out there shopping around because he knows the going rate. Notre Dame probably caught a break because they didn't have to deal with that crap. And that's fine. Notre Dame's not going to do with it. 
deal with it. They're, they'd rather get Christian Gray, Charles Jagasaw, you know, Jeremiah Love, all these types of guys that believe come to Notre Dame. I'm still an elite top 100 football player, play high level football, get a great degree. And I'm going to get my butt paid down the road. Yeah. Notre Dame will find 25 guys each and every year that do that. Yeah. I think this player right here, Charles Jagasaw is exactly like, this is the blueprint for Notre Dame. Like, yes. This player, Notre Dame has to get, you have to get these high academic, you know, Midwest, like these elite talents Notre Dame has to get. And they're out there. They and are they out there. Notre Dame, you have to go get it. Like in a, so this was kind of leads into Michael's comment. So basically Notre Dame is screwed with the current landscape of NFL minor league football. Screwed is a, not a great term, but I have said that NIL is the worst thing that happened to Notre Dame. If not for NIL, in, in my honest opinion, I think Notre Dame gets Dante Moore. I think they get Carnell Tate. I think they keep Ken Keeley. And that's just my opinion. Like, yeah. I, I think NIL is terrible for Notre Dame because it's it's just – it was already hard enough for Notre Dame to get some of these guys with the academics, and now it's NIL. And now two things – like, academics obviously works for Notre Dame a majority of the times, but sometimes it's a negative. They can't even recruit some players for it. So, um, yeah, not great. But Joey says, preach singer. BCC's, uh, BC says singer's become an Irish fan. I love it. I love it. You know, but right here, Larry, it, right here, you know, the Yankees haven't won a World Series since I'm a Red Sox fan. So, exactly. Money, I mean, look at the money they're dishing out all the time. It does it. Look at AM. Who gave out more money than AM in Miami this year? Where, where are they playing? Where are they playing in the next couple of weeks? So, Notre Dame, I don't know. This is just me. I could be wrong. Notre Dame's always going to find 25 damn good football players out there that believe in what Notre Dame is. Really good football players. And I know Notre Dame got boat raced, as someone said earlier in the playoffs. Dude, they played the two best teams in the last 20 years, possibly. Played in the playoffs. I mean, they played two quarterbacks drafted in the first round, for crying out loud. Lawrence is probably going to go to the Pro Bowl this year. He's, I mean, he's putting the Jaguars on his back. And Jones is with the Pats, who won the title with Alabama. I mean, look at look what they lost to. So, in Notre Dame, you know, the, the, I don't know, man. We could go in circles around this so much. I think the NIL people are losing their minds on it so much. Notre Dame doesn't recruit those those dudes that go to AM. So, who cares? AM, go spend all your money all you want. You know, I'm not, they don't recruit those guys. Who do they recruit in that class? Anthony Lucas out of Arizona, correct? He did go to AM because of cash. I mean, how many guys go from Scottsdale, Arizona to College Station? None. So it's like, so obviously, but but you know, but you know what I mean. Like they're not actively going out recruiting 99% of these guys that are out there searching for money. They're just not. Because that goes back to the staff and how they were pre-screening and recruiting these guys from the get-go and finding these guys. And they they are. I mean, you put up an article the other day about the possible five-man defensive line class that they're getting already. So, you know, they've already – yeah, in 2024, they've already pinpointed these guys, going after these guys, recruiting the heck out of them. So, there you go. As much as we argue about misses and whatnot, Mike, dude, this this staff has busted its ass this year, and I think they get kudos for that. Great show today, Tim. That was fun. We'll do it again next week, maybe with a special guest. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I've been typing. Oh, yeah. it <laughs> we'll hope. Working on it, folks. Appreciate you joining um, for uh, this week's show. Do hit that thumbs up before you get out of here. Of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel for more content. 
Go to blueandgold.com um, for $10 unlocking premium access until the start of next football season. Fantastic deal there. Head to the site. And uh, yeah, if you like this show, you like this podcast, you can go get this in written form so you can, you know, sit on the toilet and and and, and chat with us, you know, on, on the message board and 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 uh, slack off at work and uh, you know, post on our loose emoji board. And yeah, I think that'd be that'd be great. All right, folks, appreciate it. We're out of here. Mike Singer, Tim Hyde. We'll catch you guys next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply